Hello, everybody, and welcome to Biz Vision. That's Biz Vision with a Z with Alaska Tracy. Episode two. We are going to be talking about finding your purpose. So in episode one, I shared a little bit about my story and the businesses that I've owned and how my purpose has changed over the years. And I also shared about finding my purpose this year and my mantra being secret agent of God or spirit and really getting busy and being a giver. And I have asked a special guest uh, to be here today, Dr. Joyce Knutson. And I would like to welcome her, and we're going to hear about how she has found her purpose and uses her purpose in her life. So welcome, Dr. Joyce. Thank you. It's great to be here. Just thrilled to have you here. If you could tell the listeners, uh, just a, in, a, in a synopsis, what your business is. Well, i am created something now that I don't think anyone else is doing, and that's always a good thing to do, because you're the only one. Basically, I am an impression management company for media, for individuals, companies, corporations, and also influential marketer. So I help people to rise up on the social sites. And as of yesterday or the day before, I had 1,080,000 people on Twitter alone. And I'm on a lot of other uh, social sites, Instagram, Facebook, uh, what else am I on? LinkedIn, uh, you name it, I think I'm there, except for some of the new, for the younger people's uh, sites such as uh, like Timber or something like that. I'm not on those, but I am on the major ones with a lot of followers. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what I wanted to do is uh, help them to get the kind of followers I'm getting. And the reason I'm getting those followers is because I know how to make an impression. I know how to work the system. I know how to influence the marketing part of it. And I know how to teach, and that's something I love to do. So that's what I would tell you for that question. That's fantastic. And that is how I got to know Dr. Joyce was through Twitter. And I think I retweeted something that you tweeted. And I don't know, within an hour or so, you <laughs> commented. And... Then I did it again, and I don't know, it took a couple times, and then I clicked on to see actually who you were, because I kind of like to know who I'm chatting with, and I noticed that you had over a million followers, and I went, wow, I think maybe she's somebody, and we were just talking about not being anybody, like we're all just humans, however, getting a million followers kind of is a big deal, I mean, <laughs> it, it just is, <laughs> and I bet it didn't happen overnight. No, actually, I had a kidney stone, and it was taken out and stint put in in 2007, and I came home and said, okay, I can't move, so why don't I get on the computer and start social sites? So I got on social sites in 2000, I think it was 2007, and uh, it took me that long to get the million, 80,000, but I'd like to go back a bit and just say we are all somebody. Everybody's a somebody. You just have to find out who that somebody is. 
sense of having a purpose. Yes, everybody's somebody that may not know their purpose, but need to find it out so that they can soar in their businesses and in their lives. And without a purpose, sometimes it's hard to soar. We maybe, I know my path has been, sometimes I get scattered and, and then I confuse my audience and they don't really know what I'm selling or what I'm doing. So really being clear on a purpose, what, what is your purpose or your, or maybe you have a mantra that you live by? Well, I had a purpose from the time I was a little girl. Because I came from a family of nine. I had four brothers and two sisters. And our parents could not really be home. And since I was the first girl of the seven, uh, I was given the responsibility of taking care of my brothers and sisters. And so I learned to be a mother at a very early age. We were not of money. We didn't have anything given to us. Everything we wanted, uh, we would have to get ourselves after we would give our parents the money that we were making working as well. And so I liked the feeling of being nurturing. I liked the feeling of giving. So when it came time to social sites, I thought, oh, this is for me. What a great thing. I, can, I can't get out into the world, uh, but I can bring the world to me. And I just loved it because people responded. I thought when I first started and I called myself true giver, people would think, oh, conceited witch, something like that. But no, they didn't think that. They actually are thanking me saying, it's so refreshing to have somebody on Twitter that really seems to care. They don't even say seems to, I added that. But who cares and who wants to help? And so like you had said prior to this, that uh, when you put my name down on Twitter and I commented back, well, that's not any big deal. You're supposed to do that. When you are on so a social sites, you need to engage. So if you, if, it's the same thing as let's say somebody opens a car door for you. Would you not say thank you? Somebody brings you cookies. Would you not say thank you? So why don't you say thank you? Use the same etiquette on social sites. So somebody says something to me, yes, each and every one of those million, 80,000, you know, not everybody's going back and forth. It's not that many, maybe 10 a day. You say, thank you for including me, or thank you for having me, or thank you something. It's just courtesy. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, I learned, oh, I keep hearing, are you hearing that? A little bit. Turn my volume down, maybe that there. Um, I learned from businesses and 20 years of marketing experience that it's about relationships. And like you said, if, if you get in an elevator and you say to somebody, hi, how are you today? It, it not responding on social media. That's what it's like. It's like getting on an elevator and saying something and the person actually turning and looking the other way. And it's amazing how many people don't get it. <laughs> And, and then I think, well, maybe they don't get it in life either. Or, you know, I, I respond as well. And I'm not, I mean, I, I love that I have the followers that I have. However, I had to stop thinking about the numbers. And like you, think about each person and, and building relationships with them. Well, building relationships is key yeah. to social sites. And most people don't get that. But on the elevator example, 
there are different types of personalities. My daughter, for example, or some of my friends would not say anything to you and turn around because they're not talkers and they don't want to get into a conversation. So I have found that being an assessment counselor has helped me so much over the years because I understand all the different types of people and how to respond to them. And that's very important. I do think that many people, like in the elevators, one of the biggest problems that uh, we have in our society where people are so uncomfortable, they get on an elevator and everyone's just standing there staring at the number thing. And many are talkers and many are not. And some people, if, if you're talking and the other people aren't talking, it's because they're not talkers. It's not because they don't like you. It's not because they don't have etiquette. It's just, it's, it's just awkward. It's awkward to be in an elevator. Exactly. So how, I'm not even going to ask this question. How, how do you find your purpose? You just explained that. And you are living your purpose as a true giver. I, when I first was introduced to you on Twitter, I scrolled your feed, as I do most people that I'm engaging with. I look to see, for one, do I want to be in, engaging with this person? I mean, if they're posting things that are, uh, derogatory or super political or religious, I, I tend to veer away from them. So I always scroll somebody's feed to just kind of get an idea of who they are. And as I scrolled your feed, I could see you responding to people. And I thought, wow, to take the time to do that is just amazing because so many people on social media do not do that. So... We're waiting so many places. We're waiting in the doctor's office. We're waiting at, at the school for our kids. We're waiting, 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 doing nothing. So I just have my, my phone. And so I answer. It doesn't take very long. I, I think it only takes me maybe 10, 15 minutes a day to answer people. I get on every day and I get on every night to see if I need to do something on there. But it doesn't take a lot of time. It takes discipline and it takes uh, just figuring out who you want to bother with, like anything sexual, religious, political, I don't, I don't follow them. In fact, I mute them. Mm -hmm. because I don't want anything. I want my Twitter to look beautiful. I want it to, it's my Twitter. I, I spent a lot of time building up this, this, if I, if you will, clientele. And so now I'm making a business out of it because I was working as an image consultant and I was taking people shopping and I was putting on their makeup. <laughs> I was getting them uh, into beautiful surroundings and I was making their image shine. And then I thought, you know what? We live in a different world. Now I want to make social site participants shine. And so I changed my business. I'm in the process now of getting another website, brand new. The other one's going to be gone, gone, gone. So you'll have to research me again. <laughs> um, but it's basically going to be about impression media management and influencing and influencer marketing uh, for people. And I, I have a fee and I help people. But uh, what people don't understand is they say, well, you don't make any money on Twitter. Why do you spend so much time on Twitter? Well, that's just not true. Money isn't necessarily a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill. Money is what you can use to get something you want. So for example, I have somebody wonderful who follows me on Twitter, who does my graphics, no, no charge, doesn't want any money just because I put them in follow Friday and everybody gets to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, I have somebody that does, that I got on the radio with on, from Twitter. Uh, I cannot even tell you the amount of 
X money I have made being on Twitter, and you couldn't buy what I have on Twitter. Now, having said that, I do want to say this because it's very important. We were talking before about people that have a lot of followers. I'm like you. I go and look and see who their followers are, and I can tell within two minutes that they're buying followers. That's from somebody that shouldn't be selling followers. I don't do that. I I don't follow them. I don't want anything to do with them because they're not really going to engage, number one. And they're just names. They're just like buying, you know, you could buy people on Instagram. You can buy people on Facebook. Why? They're not real. These people are counting numbers. And so it's kind of funny that here I am not counting numbers, but I have them. And so that is why money isn't the object. Relationships are. Because if you're a friend of somebody, they're going to want to do something for you, right? Exactly. If I called you up and I said, hey, you know, I, you do something beautifully I don't know how to do. Can you help me? You'd say, of course. What can I do for you too? That type of thing. And that's what a relationship is. You're willing to do anything for a friend. And I, I don't make, uh, I don't meet people. I, I meet friends. And even my, uh, my colleagues and my clients will tell you, I am not a connection. I'm a friend. When I, I think I just put a little blurb on LinkedIn and I, and that was exactly what I said. I became friends with Dr. Joyce and I, and I paused because I thought, well, I'm really, and then I, and I, and then I thought, well, I am her friend. She said, yes, you are. Yes. You. <laughs> and because Dr. Joyce puts names of people that she works with uh, out there. For instance, uh, you're a web designer who now I'm drawing a blank. I should have wrote his name down. It's a different web designer now. Okay. Well, <laughs> so what did not matter if you found okay. it? Well, she had mentioned her web designer, and this is how social media works, because all of a sudden I'm friends with Dr. Joyce. She's recommending this person. Next thing I know, I'm on the phone with him, and I'm sending him some proposals. Right. I mean, that is the power of social media. I ran into somebody the other day because I walk the dogs in the middle of the day, because I can do that, because I work late at night or early in the morning. Me too. And they said, what do you do for a living? And, or what are you doing these days? And I said, oh, I just started a podcast and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And she just looked and she's one of those kind of people that maybe is a little envious or whatever. I have to take People it. don't like you if you're growing. They don't like you if you're growing. I have a lot of people that don't like me because I grow all the time. That's not my problem. It's theirs. Right. And it was one of those you get paid to do that? And my husband's one of my biggest supporters. He said, why didn't you say, I get paid so much money. You can't even, people are knocking down my door, but I can't well, think. Put down, uh, you could say, I get paid in dividends. In dividends. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So what I'm hearing from you is you've, you've found your purpose, true giver. Now, as you're moving through life and life's changing, social's coming along, technology's coming along, you move, you, you take your purpose down that road and you uh, grow, you grow, but you keep your purpose the same. Yes, I, I actually, you said something before, which is I thought was kind of funny because I have just started the power of social media 
ward, uh, not wardrobe, but <laughs> I'm going back to my old, my old ways. Um, I'm starting the, the Power of Social Media workshop series and uh, plan on taking it on the road. Because uh, if anybody knows social media, or at least one of the people, it's me. So why not have a workshop where people have their computers in the room and I go around and I show them and I help them and they get followers, they get connections, they build relationships. And I, I tell them all the ins and outs of social media. I can't wait to do that. I haven't done it yet. I haven't uh, actually even written what I'm going to do yet, but actually I don't believe in writing things down. I believe in getting an idea in my head and then just going and running with it. You're so cool. I want to come to Alaska. Have you ever been here? You know, I haven't. And I had a good friend, uh, a lovely friend. I still have a friend. She moved to Arizona. Um, and I thought about going when she was there, but I, I didn't. And I, I don't like freezing weather. So I don't know. But uh, I, I, I don't really want like to go any place unless um, I have the time to give. give uh, given the, um, because I have so much to do as a consultant, as an assessment counselor, as a radio host, as a regular on many radio shows, as a person who enjoys working on social media a couple hours a day. If I go somewhere, I have a lot of trouble coming back and catching up. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Why would I go somewhere for a day and come home and, and do social media workshops? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's where I'm headed. So I apologize for the static on this episode. I promise next week will be better. I was just telling Dr. Joyce my uh, my big microphone and headset should be on my porch when I get home today. So <laughs> it should cut off some of this little static going on. Um, so how do you use, I think you've answered this. I think you have already. You, 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 the question was going to be, how do you use your purpose to live a rich, fulfilling life? And, and you said it, it's not necessarily about the money. It, it's sort of, it's sort of, for me, it, it is about the money. Once I let go of the money and follow my purpose, then if the money comes. something that you love, the money will come. If you work for money, the love won't come. So I get the love by not working for the money or the numbers. And then the money, the money comes. I mean, it's cool for someone my age to be called awesome and a gem. And people are calling me nice name. I think you called me a nice name before in the interview. Uh, and it's kind of, it's fulfilling. It's so fulfilling because you feel like you're talking to a friend. And you, then you become friends. I mean, how could you not if you're having an hour conversation with them? Even a 12-minute, like with my radio shows, 12-minute inspiration, I found that people can say in an hour, or had been saying in an hour on my podcast that I've had for many, many years, they can say that in 12 minutes. It's just a lot of extra talking. And people's attention span, you know, I just read today, it was funny because I did a little research, you, Dave, that a goldfish has an attention span of seven minutes. Uh -huh. But people have an attention span of eight minutes. So a goldfish has more attention span than we do. People just get tired of it. So if that's eight minutes and I'm doing 12 and four of them are talking, you know, introducing and outroing and that type of thing, I'm right on there. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel, and this happens to all of us, that 
how do you feel connected and, and staying course with your purpose on those days, those weeks, those months, those times when it's just, it's just hell to get out of bed. It's just, it's just maybe you hit a bump in the road, a illness, a death. Maybe you're just, your head's just not wrapped around it. How do you find keeping to your purpose, keeping on your mission on those days? It's a good question. I'm glad you asked it because right after my brother died at the age of 42 and 85, I had to go give a lecture to 500 people. If you thought I felt like going, you would be right. I did not feel like going, um, but I, I gave my word to the people that I would be there. And so what I've learned to do as a professional is leave my garbage at the door I want to tell you a little funny story. I do workshops, or I don't do them in Tennessee anymore. I live in Nashville. And um, I uh, would have a basket, like a tr uh, just a little basket I bring in, and I give people a three-by-five card and tell them to write down everything that's bothering them that day. Just anything that's worrying them, anything on their mind. And then I'd go around and collect them and put them in the basket, and I'd say, you could have your problems on your way out. Oh. <laughs> if you're, you want your problems, you can go and, and because they'll dissipate. The problems are going to go away. And the day that you're feeling bad in the morning is going to go away. But leaving them in the basket at the end of the door, and not one person went in the basket and got back their problems. Wow, that is unbelievable. That is it's such clever. a great... You have to be clever in this world. That's wonderful. I love that. I might have to copy that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most people do. No problem. You'll be one of them. <laughs> I love that. How can people find you? I am, as I'm saying, I almost don't want to give it to you because it's not done yet, but I am going to have a new website. But for now, it's www.drjoyceknutson.com. D-R-J-O-Y-C-E-K-N-U-D-S-E-N. And they can find me on Twitter, since we're talking so much about that, as at D-R-G-O-Y-C-J-O-Y-C-E underscore Knudsen, K-N-U-D-S-E-N. One tip is to keep the same name for everything. Keep the same picture for everything. This is your brand. Good tip. Are you, and, and you mentioned earlier as well that I, I believe your top social media platform is Twitter, correct? I would say it's an even, probably even Steven between that and LinkedIn, but I enjoy Twitter more. She's not really talking to people on LinkedIn and I am a talker. What about Facebook? Are you on Facebook? I think that Facebook, I don't, I hate to say this on radio, but I think it's for a lot of needy people, uh, people that are in the hospital showing you with their tubes, somebody asking you, uh, to, uh, mouthing off about politics, somebody that wants you to feel sorry for them. Yes, I'm on Facebook. I have only 50 followers uh, on my Facebook personal page, but I have two other pages where there's hundreds of thousands for the one is the Dr. Joyce and they can get to me at uh, facebook.com, the image maker Inc. Um, and then I have another one about success that's there and it's easy to find once you're on Facebook. I just don't spend any time on Facebook. I get on at the end of the day to 
see if my daughter maybe posted a cute picture of my granddaughter. That's, that's basically the only reason I get on. And also I have some friends that I kept over the years that it's almost near impossible to go and see everybody and people I've known since third grade, second grade, people that I met through my children. I'm on there to just see if maybe something happened with them or they need a helping hand or something I can do to, uh, to maybe share what they had to say because it's important to them, a cause they have. So that's the reason why I'm there. But if I spend five minutes a day on Facebook, that's it. What I like about that is I see so many people, and when I'm teaching people about social media, I, I try to pound it into their heads, although you can't do it because there's so much noise on social, to really focus where your tribe is, where your community is, you know, learn one social media platform at a time and do it really, really well. And then if you have to, move to another one. And then if you want to, move to another one. What I think people do and they don't do well is they get scattered all over the place. And, they, and I love that your, your tribe, I see it, and I, I see it on LinkedIn as well, it really Twitter and it's working and it's so why not just focus there and go there and be there and, and that's what you're that's what you do right well I think Facebook is important to be on it mm -hmm. uh, have an account and the reason why is because they own half the world <laughs> they you know they you get there to go to Instagram yeah, they, they have they own so many things and uh, so many times when I don't want to have to be looking around for a password, it'll say sign in with Facebook. And it's so easy because it always just takes me there without a password. So I do think that it's necessary to have an account, but not necessarily to be there all the time. Very good. Very good. Any last words of wisdom for the listeners that you would like to, to give? Sure. I feel that so many people, and I don't know why, I, I wish I knew why you were talking about envy before. There's so many people that are always worried about what somebody else says, what somebody else thinks. Who cares? Move on to somebody who does care. There's a lot of people in the world. Some are going to not like you if you have a big house, if you have a, uh, you're, if you're pretty, if you if you're rich, if you're poor, there's so many reasons why people decide not to like you. That's because they don't like themselves. So if you can keep that in mind, as anybody that is critical really doesn't like themselves. And they need to work on themselves before they start picking on somebody else. Very, very good. Words of wisdom. I... Uh Whoops. I really want to thank you, Dr. Joyce, for your time today. I know, I, I, I believe you said you had two, you did two radio shows before this? Yes. Now, my, now I'm going to be a horse for the rest of the day. <laughs> good, good. I appreciate your time today, and I know the listeners do, and I just, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for this wonderful interview today. It's my pleasure. I hope that the, the audience and that you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. I want you to share this if it was 
meaningful to you or if you know somebody that it might be meaningful for. And I appreciate you joining in and stay tuned for episode three next week. Thank you.